Hello. Hello, Marilyn. I don't know what's happening. It sounds like they're power washing a centaur. <laughs> How do you know it's a centaur and not like a griffin or a manticore? Oh, or like a, some kind of a, a manticore, a chimera. Yeah, mythical um, beast or whatever. What have you. Is, is a centaur the one that's a horse with wings? That is a pegasus. Oh, shit. The centaur so it, it, is, is the a horse's man. body with the man sort of torso mounted on top. Oh, I see. It's like uh, cryptozoological slash fiction. <laughs> yes. Is that too loud? No. I like you it. sure? Yeah, it adds an ambiance. feels like NPR. NPR. Uh, oh, the pirate, the pirate public radio? <laughs> That's Yarr, stupid. Baby. That's so stupid. Um, do you need, do you want to get some, uh, is this the show? <clears throat> yes, we have begun. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, do you need, uh, <laughs> in this case, in that case, hello everyone. Uh, this is, uh, what is this called? In-band communication. Do you need to get some just room noise to be able to take it out? Okay, just got it. We're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's really loud here. <laughs> it sounds great to me. <laughs> and it started like it started at the time the show started, which is two minutes ago. <laughs> right Last, on right on schedule, you mean. I'm not paranoid. I have my reasons. Yeah. But yeah. but last week, gosh, when we did do by Friday last uh, do 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 by Friday last Wednesday, my goodness me. They what brought up the well, they brought the concrete saw. Oh, no. Yeah, you ever use a saw for anything? Probably like a hand saw, a hack I've saw. Used, I've used a variety of saws. Well, your late grandfather, I think he's late. Uh, apologies uh, too soon. He, you know, like like your metallurgist grandfather, you know, probably had all the outlines of all the tools on the wall, like my grandfather, who was not a metallurgist. He was an accountant. But he, uh, but, uh, but, but you take that kind of saw. Now imagine a saw where you could cut through concrete. I and feel like tracing around the shape of a tool on your... Tool wall is similar. Tool wall. is similar to your. Anyways, here's your, tool wall. Your process of writing ah. uh, the first page is. Ah. Uh, wait, wait. So I'm sorry. Oh, good. Now there's beeping outside. Oh, oh. This is totally different. This is a totally different thing. When I did the talk show last week, uh, there was there was even more going on. There's a lot of it's like a Geraldo detuming going on outside hmm. with with lots of guys wearing hard hats with safari flaps. Oh, I see. Start that completely over. This is the show. Hello, Dan. Happy hey, Tuesday. Marlon, what's up? Happy Tuesday. Thank you, Rabbit Rabbit. Rabbit. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> what made you like this? I don't know, I'm just born. It's now. not Rabbit Rabbit. It's no. uh, it's ten eighteen. Yeah. Never, Tur never turtle, turtle turtle. Turtle turtle. Yeah. Huh. Uh, my wife and I met at a rock and roll show doo -doo 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 -doo, uh, in 1999, and it was one of her favorite bands, and a band I like pretty well. It was a band called Thinking Fellers Union Local 282, which is a great matador, weird matador band who was actually from San Francisco. And the song everybody knows of theirs, because if, if you know Thinking Fellers, it's probably from a song that was on the matador compilation in the mid-90s. Um... And that song is called, uh, I think it's called My Pal the Tortoise. There you go. You want to hear how it goes? Yeah. <clears throat> it's a little lower than my register, and I can't sing anyway. But um, You kind of like Bruce pal. Springsteen in that, in that way, is out of his register, but doesn't care. Oh, yes. My, also, also, my old man was happy that I didn't go to Vietnam <laughs> when he died in 74. 
Um, my pal, the tortoise, how fast does he go? He goes like crazy. And the reason this song was in my head, and this is what it's like to have the deranged mind of your co-host, is that we were watching, of course, watching Better Call Saul. Yes. Oh, such a good episode. And it's the episode where Jimmy, uh, Slippin' Jimmy, has been messing. I don't want to spoil it, but oh my God, that show's so goddamn good. We're season, we're on uh, S3E6 right now. Oh, good. And um, oh, I know there's more to come. And, and then you got the other program. But 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 um, Chuck is talking about, it's where he's trying to get Jimmy disbarred. It's, Chuck, do you ever watch the program? Have you ever mm-hmm. seen it? Okay. Every so, episode um, twice, actually. Okay, so Lenny of Lenny and Squiggy mm-hmm. is on the stand. And you know they got to turn off all the electric and everything because he's got. What uh, happened to What happened to Squiggy though? He died. Did he? Yeah, he had. I want to say MS. So. Oh. Hello. That's what they say. <laughs> that would yeah. That, <laughs> that, that. <laughs> they come in. They go hello. Hello. <laughs> well, it was always it was always preceded by Laverne usually sometimes Shirley but Laverne or Shirley saying something about something like gross or unsavory. Yes, or like, and then they would they would burst should, through the door. And yeah, right on we should cue. get that milk and Pepsi away from the radiator. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, uh, so um, the, the great Michael McKeon, uh, who had a birthday this week, uh, happy birthday, David St. Hobbins. He uh, he's on the stand and he keeps talking about the because the problem was slipping Jimmy. He did some shenanigans like he does, and he, he went to a copy store and he changed the numbers on something. And and now Chuck, who cannot abide, you know Jimmy's unprofessional, you know Chuck. I think you know this takes law very seriously. Very seriously, and he's very disappointed that slipping Jimmy is is not more, um, you know, uh, thirty seven uh, years he battled with uh, multiple sclerosis. Like bless his heart. And so they're talking, keep talking about the, uh, filing a, a notice of intent and for, for, okay, I got to say of all the better call Saul that I've watched so far, which if memory serves is three episodes, uh, three seasons and, and six episodes is it, this is the most implausible two or three episode arc. No way would a disbarment hearing allow Kim and Jimmy that much latitude to basically put Chuck's phony baloney electrical sensitivity on trial. Can I get that out of the way? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay, but they keep talking about filing, filing a notice of intent. Now, this is a long walk off of a short golf course, but it's, I kept I heard I heard the phrase filing a notice of intent like three times. And, and you know what went through my mind? Mm. The, 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 the band that was playing the night that I met my wife, and, call, and they do the song My Pal of Tortoise, and they got one part that goes, He goes down to the Hall of Records, files a notice of tortoise intent. <laughs> and I always thought that was a funny line, because it's his pal the tortoise. <laughs> you, I he goes, he goes it, like I crazy. It. Start over. Uh, we, I think the noise has gone for a minute. Yeah. What oh, I got to see about? your. Uh, I got to see your friends on stage a couple oh, days good. ago at ACL. Great. Um, tell them I said hi. Death what, Cab what? for Cutie. Oh yeah. Um, um, oh, they're a good band. Yeah, they're really good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Ben runs marathons. He's very fit. Yes. Yeah. You'd have to be to tour like that. In these shoes. <laughs> Um, what were you talking about that interested me? Can you roll back? What were we talking about? You said something that was that interested me. I was talking about Tuesday before ACL. Turtles, also, turtles all the way down. Turtle, yeah, yeah, turtle. tortoises all the way down. What about the elephants? Um, ACL. I think I think that might be the, the that's the Tommy John surgery, right? <laughs> where am I thinking Austin's, of? Uh, is that Herschel Austin Walker? Who am I thinking of? Large uh, concert venue thing here in Austin. Huh. What were you saying before that? Do you remember? Just hey man, how you doing? No, you were talking about something interesting, and I and I interrupted you like I do. 
Well, I don't know. You're relying on me to remember things, which is Dan. I don't think we have a sponsor this week. This is this is uh, you know what they say in in the, in the film biz. You know, one for me, one for them. Yeah. So, so you know, George Lucas. I, I really enjoy American Graffiti. I think it's a very good and very unusual movie. But that was one for them. And then take, take one for the team. I think the Starkiller Chronicles was uh, one for him. That had um, Jeff Bridges in it. Jeff Bridges. I think you're thinking of uh, Last Picture Show. Oh, you're right. Also featured uh, the lady from Moonlighting. <laughs> I am totally turning into Frank Costanza. <laughs> I am turning into Frank Costanza. <laughs> I just watched the. I watch a lot of TV, Dan. I was watching the the one of the Lloyd Braun episodes where Frank has decided to sell computers. Uh huh. You know, the Serenity Now is the episode. Oh, that's and, a good um, one. It's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got great parts. The Lloyd Braun guy's awesome. He looks just like my office landlord. Don't be creepy. Lloyd Braun's there. He's talking about you know Serenity Now and Sanity Later, and uh, and he's like, Dad, what are you doing trying to? No, no, I sound like I sound like his mother. But what are you trying to do? Sell computers? You're trying to you know, compete with Microsoft? He says, I saw a very interesting movie recently called The Net, with that girl from the bus. And that line always gets me. It's always very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Tommy Toon is very tall. Toon. Toon. Tommy Toon is a very good dancer. Toon. This is one for us. I had a concern this morning. Uh-oh. Well, I worry. I think I, I unintentionally did a thing. I think I did a Heisenberg. No, not that Heisenberg. Not, not the guy with the pizza on the roof, but the, uh, the uncertainty. The equation or, guy. I did a quantum thing anyway. Like, do you Where remember, you were like, you were in two different states at one time without being observed? And I couldn't tell if I was a cat. Right. No, no one could know if the poison had been released. <laughs> no. Too soon. Well, you're, it has been released. It also has not been released. So say you. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a 365? No, this is a Waterloo sparkling water flavored, peach flavored, naturally natural peach flavors. Okay, I, Let me I don't tell know you if you're just copying me negative. Like, have you moved permanently to Waterloo? Is that the sound to which I should become accustomed? Yeah, I've moved away from LaCroix. I don't do LaCroix at all. At all yeah, but you used anymore. to get 365s. You used to get them from the, from the Whole Foods. Yeah, no, I've moved away to the $40 Waterloo $40 a can. $40 a can. Waterloo is just fine now. And you can get mm-hmm. it everywhere, including the Whole Foods, but you can get it I anywhere. I like the grape. The grape Waterloo is good. It's one of the only flavored waters that I like. I made really good iced tea today, but I did break a glass. Um, is that just... Like Lakayam and you smash it. Muscle like Tov. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then they, they carry you around on the on the light bulb with the sheet hanging from it. <laughs> right. Put put you in the chair. You ever seen miss. someone try to smash it and it doesn't smash? They keep stomping it? I feel oh, like it's a the, red flag. You get to walk off if it's the that history happens. of my forties. <laughs> nice. So I got I gave myself a uh, I gave myself a pity ding. Pity ding. Um I Okay, how many, do you remember, it's been a while now, I feel like, probably some year. it's got to be years that we've, what do, what do we say, well, let, let's take a step back. Hello. Hey. We record a program here every uh-huh. Tuesday, rabbit, pretty rabbit. much, most rab, tor- tortoise rabbit, and we, um, there's a thing that I started saying a long time ago about why I like Tuesdays and, and what I call Tuesdays. Would you share with our audience, please, what, what I like to say about Tuesdays? The optimistic day is what you call it. And yes, Dan. Yes. Yes. I was there feeding you. I've heard the show before. Oh, have you? Big fan, huh? (laughs) Yeah. A long time listener. First time. Put it in the archive. uh, It'll be available to everybody. Um, (laughs) I, um, I, no, my thought was, I don't know if you remember this in the genesis of our program, but what I said was uh, that what I like about Tuesday is I feel like it has less of a valence than almost any other day of the week. And perhaps a better way to put that that doesn't act like 
doesn't make me seem like I know science, is to say that uh, I think Tuesdays have less of a feel to them, arguably, than any other day. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I mean, but isn't, wouldn't less of a feel qualify as a feel? Well, I don't know. You'll have to ask Walter Heisenberg. <laughs> At the car wash, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but, but, but here's the thing. You see what I did? I hoisted, I hoisted my own Picard. I know we don't say that anymore. It's but, pronounced but Picard. Picard. Harvey Picard. <laughs> <laughs> he makes wine. He makes wine now. Oh my God. Wow. Is yeah. this, what has happened to the show? I don't, yeah, I don't know. But here's my concern. Mm. Uh, I know typically it's you. You're the one with the on-brand concerns. But like I was, I was uh, defecating this morning and I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, you know, I had a moment of repose. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to check? <laughs> I feel like I have to now. Yeah. I, I a, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a bedpan. It's from CB2. Uh-huh. It's very fancy. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mid-century no, modern. Yeah. 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 It's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a modern pot. <clears throat> so, anyway, <laughs> the point being, <clears throat> the point being that I, 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 what I said was uh, what I like about Tuesday. The reason it's an optimistic day, in my estimation, is that owing to the fact that it has less of a, a, a valence or less of a sense of dayness. And what do I mean by that? We well, you know what I mean by that. Don't be a smartass. You know what I mean by that. You know that Friday has a feel. Sunday night, they call Sunday scaries now. The the young people. Yeah, the kids. But like every every day has a feel. I mean, and, and like depending on your life, which I don't know about, you might have a very strong Tuesday feeling. But what I was trying to import, impugn, embiggen was the idea that given that it has less of a feel than other days, you could choose to look at it with optimism and say that this is a day where good things can happen. Right? Yeah. But 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 think about that for a second. If I say if I say to you now today. Say to you, Happy Tuesday, and then you, you you might say something like Tuesday's the optimistic day. Have I given a valence to Tuesday? I, I'm, I'm not. Saying. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I have. Like I don't think this is going to reach far beyond you, me, Jamie Phelps, and four other people. But which is all the listeners of the show. Yeah. Hey, JXPX. I hope you're still listening. If you're not listening, we'd be really embarrassed. Um, but um, now, now, is that a concern, Dan? Is that a thing that we need to, do we need to, as you say, collapse on this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. That's what I say. No, that was my 20s. Am yeah, I... yeah. 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 A lot going on. Exciting times. A lot happening. This one's for us. Um, and this one's going to be spin the choice, right? We just, we just do whatever we feel like. We don't even need a reason. No. Mm-hmm. We just do that to the gophers. Okay, I think that's about it. It's hard to tell with this cockamamie app how long it's been. There's nothing to tell me about that you like. I've got a few things uh, prepared, things we can think about. What's uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Is there anything that you're you're particularly ex- excited at or or are you angry about anything? Are you disappointed? Uh, you know, I have a working dishwasher. If you if you've been following along with the saga, so that's what's that's what's what's his his or their name? Have you oh, named I it? don't generally name the appliances. I let them name themselves. Um, oh, that's so... See, okay. You know what? Put a pin in that. Yeah. That could be a whole show. And yeah. this is why... This is why I'm turning into Jiminy Glick. Did you ever... I, I, I think you have to learn what the name of something is rather than by fiat. Yes. In an Adam and Eve type situation, start yes. giving names to everything. Sure. You're not really giving a name. You're, you're really uh, impugning, importing... 
you're, you know, embiggening a name. Right. We talked, we talked about this in my environmental ethics class in college. Sure. It's a big point of Genesis is like, hey, this is our place. We'll poop anywhere we want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I do. Go, go poop in somebody's drawer. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Try and stop me. Don't stop me now. That's what Freddie Mercury said, and he meant it. <laughs> um, but there's I, that. I did have a dirt cat follow-up uh, with you, for you. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, so last week we talked about how I think one of, is it your daughter in particular would like a cat? They both really want a cat. They both. Oh, really no, want are they working cat. together? Oh, yeah. This is, is this one what of it took? Is this what it took for them to work together? I think it is, yeah. Well, that's so different, you and I. No, huh. they really want one. They really want they one. Want a, but like, like just for our listeners, hello, specifically, they, they got their eye on some kind of cat, right? Well, they they want a cat. They're, they're trying but, to but, get but, a but cat But you could not, you, it's going to be, it's, what I'm getting from what you're saying in the part, I, I've gotten this in the past, is the, the energy that um, accumulates behind getting a certain thing, in this case, a certain kind of pet. And you right. see this all the time on Doghouse UK. Where people come in, and I, I've talked about this with Syracuse, so I think it's very confusing because people, English people, come in and they're very specific. They want a Staffordshire Terrier, and it has to be female. And I'm like, what's all this weird gender stuff with dogs? What's wrong with you people? You know. But yeah. so you, you they're they're uh, driving hard to the net, as you say in ACL, to uh, to get a cat in particular. And and Dan, if memory serves, you're you're not a big enjoyer of fuzzy uh animals no i love cats I've, i grew you up with cats. cats i had cats it's all dogs my, you hate all my i don't hate <clears throat> i had cats Hate's all the way word. up until i would say maybe about nine years ago when the last one that we had passed away and we just mm. didn't get uh didn't get another one mm -hmm. and my kids very 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 much want another one and um I'm open. I'm very pay. open to it. I'm very I appreciate that it. about you. So just in terms of past being prologue, what I pitched you on was, uh, and I'm not trying to sell you a lizard, but what I'm saying to you, Dan, is have you considered, as David Foster Wallace said, consider the lizard. I and I have. was making a, a, a low-key backdoor on the D. Wow. Uh, I was making a pitch to you mm -hmm. that a lizard can be a very good animal. And, and what I specifically, then I gave you a note you didn't ask for. I said, what if you started referring to bearded dragons as what people in parlance call it a dirt cat? Yeah. And I, I asked and my could, daughter. That, it's a kind of cat. Yeah. After we hung up, I asked my daughter if she would like a dirt cat. And she said, yes, immediately said yes. And then she said, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I, I said, it's like a cat. <laughs> and you but said, it, all I can hear is the first part. I said, it's smaller. It's a little bit smaller. And it has mm -hmm. scales instead of fur. And it doesn't make sounds. It's got four legs and eyes. And yeah, poops. I said, but otherwise it it's like it doesn't a cat. Care. Hey, it doesn't care about you. <laughs> and she said, yes, she would like that. And then I sent her some pictures and she, of your, of, of Bando. A Bando the dirt cat. And she thought that he was, or she, it's he, it's a he. Who? We think your your cat. Your I've cat. never seen any junk. I've never I've never seen a dongus, and I've never found pads. Yeah. So I mean, it could be that it's the, the they've been through a lizard lizard menarche and lizard menopause. Well, she I saw your lizard, and yeah. she was all about the lizard, and no, said yes. she wasn't freaked out by it. And I asked my no. Okay. She thought she said he was cute. I sent her some of the pictures of him looking out at the sunset, and, and she really face, liked that. When his face looks like this, hmm. he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I sent her some of those, and she really liked it. And she said um, that she would like one. And then I talked to my son about it. And being the person that he is, his first thing was, "Do they smell?" 
Oh, right. I think this was a concern. And so I mentioned it. I know there's a, a woman that I'm friends with who rescues animals. Her whole life basically is devoted to like helping animals. Like and getting animals out of bad situations. Bad situations or like rescuing them from like if they were discovered in a, a place and they need a home or fostering them and all that stuff. So she's all about that. And she, I asked her, I said, have you ever rescued one of these lizards? And uh, whatever kind it is, bearded dragon. And she said that she personally has has a lot of experience with them, but has never owned one, never had, you know, never rescued one or taken care of it. Yeah. And I said, well, do they smell? And she said, there is an odor, but it's There's not- There's something to it. I don't know. I don't think it's the lizard. And the thing hardly ever, ever, ever poops. Mm. And when it poops, it's a poop pee because it's basically a bird. So it makes a bird style uh, waste. And uh, then you just, you just clean that up. But it's, I, I mean, there is something like, I don't know what the smell is. I mean, could it, but I, but it doesn't smell in the way like, with all due respect, the way like a ferret smells or a, like a wet Newfoundland smells. Right. I you ever looked that up on Urban Dictionary, a wet, a wet Newfoundland? My, my impression it, it was, more, <laughs> was more from what she was saying or other people saying, is it's more sort of the aquarium that can develop a because you got an 80, 80 degree lamp in there sure. that could be cooking stuff up real good. And my lady friend, I just sent you a photo of my lady friend um, sitting on. This is from last night, and this is what you have to look forward to with your dirt cat. You, you get, hold on, I'm getting. I'm clicking. I think I sent it to you. But look, look at the boy. Look how I'm cute. Look, he, but looking. this one, I like this photo because it gives you more of a sense of scale of how big the dirt cat is. <laughs> You see him? You see his face? His face goes, hmm. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you, when you set yes. him down like that, yeah. does he, is, because he looks, I'm looking at his front legs, and he kind of looks like- He looks like a bulldog. He's got kind of that- Yeah, like, that's exactly, yes. He looks tough. He looks yeah. really tough. And then the yeah. back leg is kind of out, like in my, like when I had that iguana, mm -hmm. if I took him out of his aquarium, um, I had a, okay, so let me roll this back. I had a yeah, friend yeah, who had an iguana. I was probably like 13, 14 age. And these are the pretty big, no, green, I was younger. ugly eyes. They got, they got the funny eyes, right? Yeah. They're weird. Not a chameleon. No, no, no. You're thinking of a chameleon, I think. Oh, okay. Not a chameleon. Just an iguana, which just is like, a, just imagine like a generic lizard. It's that. It's just a big, long thing. And its body isn't quite as wide as Bando's. It's more sort of well, like a thinner. B B Bando, what's that fancy word we use when we don't want to say fat? He's uh, curvy. No, cali thick cal with two capacious. C's. Oh, thick with several C's. Yeah, he's a he's a broad dragon. If you look at other people's uh, uh, l l lizard uh, lizard uh, non lizard diverse sizes, on, he's, he's a, I think he's I think here. he's a plus sized boy. I'm gonna send you a picture of an iguana, okay, just please. so you can relate. Just yeah, so you context. can relate to it. This guy's pretty ugly. I'm going to send you a copy, picture of this ugly one. Hold on. Here you go. This is an iguana, okay? And I'm looking for, I don't want to get kicked oh, off, yeah, that, you know, oh, deplatform, wow. but I'm that looking for a so, full body picture oh, of an iguana. Oh, he is so cool looking. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty. they look like I mean, little dragons in a different really, way. I mean, Bando looks like a dragon, but this really, this looks like something that, uh, you know, a Targaryen would ride. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. The dragon show's gotten so good. Oh, it's really good. 
Oh my, no, have you seen the last one? No, I still have not seen that one. The last two, the show has really finally come together. Okay, yeah, so, this is a really good looking person here. Okay, so these these guys, I had one of these things, and you could. My friend had one, and he'd had it for years. And this is how I decided I wanted one: is he his would just roam around the house, mm-hmm. and it had a tree in the house, like a potted tree that it would go, it would climb in the tree, and it would just hang out in the tree. And he'd walk over to it, and it would just slowly sort of like flop out of the tree on to hang on his shoulder. He could walk around the house with it on his shoulder. Sounds pretty just, social. It was the coolest thing in the world. So yeah. I I convinced my parents to let me get one. I got one. Whenever I took this thing out of the aquarium and would set it down, it would be still for like a minute mm-hmm. and then it would instantly sprint and it would run under something or run into a corner oh and it would God. be impossible to get. I, and I, it was are you, not are you, cool. So are you messing with me? No. Oh, wow. It was not that, cool. That's, that's almost exactly what Bando does. Well, that's what I'm trying to understand. Like you well, said, I that- can, I, I can, well, I can. I can lizard explain it. I can Merlin man explain it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's my understanding that at least with the kind of thing we've got, and like we we're not scholars on this stuff, um, but it's my understanding that so what you know some lizards, especially when they're younger, I think are very social, and like I think one of the first things that made me secretly, privately, kind of want a bearded dragon, I would never admit it, but was like stuff like vines of how they like, they run around and eat blueberries yeah. and they seem gregarious. And, uh, but Bando's not like that. He's very, he's pretty serious. He's, he's, he's always thinking, Hmm, he's always looking around, but um, no, but it's my understanding that at least the bearded dragon, especially outside of his uh, vivarium, it, it is comfortable feeling concealed or covered. Like when he sleeps, he either goes into his cave or under his log and just, it's so funny. We try to take him out every but day. But does he like sprint away as if, as if he's No, in, he's more purposeful about it. But, but you were really close in terms of like what, what I mean, what you're describing what yours did. What mine does very similar. We uh, have a ramp for him. <laughs> a ramp. Like a ramp you get for like a, like a crummy dog. Like we got a, uh, a, like a ramp. The, like when they're too small to jump on the bed and you got to get a little ramp. Yeah, they had to do that for Max the Dachshund. But you take um you take um like the like the photo you saw of him looking out and going, hmm. He's looking at the sunset, looking out. So the ramp leads up to the back window and then he can look at the Pacific in his repose. And then he'll do that for a minute and then he'll kinda of, he might walk around a little bit. In this case he walked from the ramp onto that little you can see the ramp on the left there. And uh but generally he gets on the ramp, he turns around, he's like, hmm. And he looks around and he goes, tuck 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 tuck. And he goes down. And then he does the cutest thing in the world. He gets to the bottom of the ramp, and right before he's about to encounter something, you could, you can, it's like unusual or a nominal obstacle. He does this thing where he pauses, he dips his head down, and then he goes, Bleep. and he, he sticks his cute little tongue out and he tastes it, and then he goes, dugga, dugga, dugga. long story short, he tears ass, not tears ass, but in, in within a couple minutes, is always either under the couch or in the mass of wires in the like electronics area, because I think that is like being under say brush or scrub. Mm, right. I don't I want no scrub. No, 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 no. Scrub is a, a lizard that, but, 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 <laughs> but my, my, my kid who's, who's, who's now uh, taking an environmental class and boy, just a killer, killer presentation on New Zealand's uh, biome um, uh, says they're from Australia, which I think is right. But anyway, they like being, they feel like, you know, I, I bet, Birds go after them. And I think probably having some 
You know, like that netting you put over a gun in World War II? I think he feels like that when he's by USB-C cables. He feels kind of like... And then he just sits there until... And we always set a timer. We say, hey, Dingus, set a 40-minute lizard timer. Because we will forget um, that he's there. Because <laughs> he's basically, at this point, become a USB-C cable. <laughs> right. I'm not going to remember that. Um, yeah, but he likes... I think he likes being out, but he's not overly social. But, I mean, it's just... I have this uh, philosophy, personal philosophy. I'm not trying to like preach this or you know to like get anybody else to think this, but like I think, I think it's useful to think about a pet not so differently than you would about a first, second, third child, which is like instead of thinking about this as this thing that I acquire to build my brand or comfort me, like ask yourself w- where's the animal that needs me? Is this a good match? Do not go in, for God's sake, oh, rule, rule zero, there are no pets for birthdays or holidays. Like oh, rule yeah. number, yeah, rule number uh, one, like I don't have too specific an idea about what the thing needs to be. And for the love of God, don't go in with a name in mind. Like those are all, like, those are all to me pink flags that maybe this isn't the right thing for somebody who's not really used to having animals around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you go mm-hmm. into it like I specifically want a Boston Terrier whose name will be Lulu Bell, and Lulu Bell will sit in my lap in the following way, and blah blah. And it's like, well, that's not how animals do. Like you need to you need to bring yourself to where the animal is in the same way as a kid. You don't get to decide what kind of kid you're going to have. I mean, you know, you don't even really get to decide what kind of pair you're going to have. You get what they've got. Well, back to the whole naming thing. Yes. Um, you know, when my son was born, we had a, we had narrowed it down to a handful of names. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that name their child like before, oh, this is going to be, you know, this is going to be George. That's the, already the name picked out. George, if it's a boy, you know, so Mary, setting, if it's setting a girl. aside that this is going to be Aegon second of his name, setting aside the whole, like, like I have a name chosen for family reasons. This could just be like, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's. 2003, and I've decided I'm going to have a kid named Hank. Yeah. Because that's old man names are hot right now. Or we didn't old do waitress that. names we did are not hot do right that. now. We, we waited until he was born and we spent a, a few days with him. That's before very, isn't he had that very Judaic? I don't know. You're thinking of the British. Aren't you, I think in, I don't know this to be a fact, but isn't it considered you're not supposed to name a kid before they're born? Isn't that a thing? You know, that, it does, that sounds very Jewish. Yeah. I'm not sure if it is, but it sounds Jewish to me. Oh, you definitely cannot name a child after a living relative. That is a very bad thing. So if you're, if uh, your dad's also ne- never, never put up a, a, a photograph with somebody's name on it. Cause in China, that means they're dead. Really? Yeah. Also, you yeah. can't put chopsticks into the rice. That's bad luck. They do that at funerals. Don't put chopsticks in, in the rice. Don't like and stick I'll... the chopsticks yes. in the rice. Yeah. You have to ask three times in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so where do you stand with this right now? Well, I mean, I want to, what I want to do, the problem is this. If you go into a pet store where they have the bearded dragons and you try to smell the bearded dragons, you're going to get a smell of a cage that's had a thousand bearded dragons in it for decades. Because the bearded dragons are not so, at least at our pet store that we, well, I think it's true of a lot of pet stores. I think I doubt each Petco is like an artisanal operation. They're probably all pretty similar. That's probably going to be pretty near snakes and maybe even be near like some like guinea pig hamster things. 
And not, I don't say a word against guinea pigs, uh, guinea pig people. I'm not going to say anything, but th that can be, that can, I'm not going to say anything, but th I think if there's a smell you're getting from that area. And it's probably not from the reptiles. It's probably from the hairy things that get a room to themselves. Right. Who knows? all over the floor. Who oh, even knows? God. I knew a guinea pig person once and they were, they were not well. They gave the guinea pig a whole room. It was, I a, it was the guinea have, pig's room. Um, yeah. I used to have a, I had a guinea pig. I've had many hamsters. When I was, mm. These are like, I consider these things to be, I know we got people listening who are like, you know, they're a full grown adults and they're like really into their guinea pig or something. But yeah. I feel like there's different God categories of, of pets. Mm. I feel like certain pets go with certain lifestyles and also certain ages. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain ages of the of the companions of the human of the yeah, human the companion. People. Yes. But like so like so yeah, so like like a certain kind of dog you'd be more likely to get for a, when you have kids of a certain age versus <clears throat> Excuse me, or like a or more like a hamster. Like I don't there were probably mm -hmm. plenty goldfish. of adults. Goldfish would be in that, right? Yeah, like yeah. There's plenty of adults I'm sure have hamsters, but like you're not you're probably not having like your 37th birthday and like I really got to get myself a hamster. I, I noticed in a recent episode George Costanza has a habit trail in his house. <laughs> I always I never wanted a hamster, but I was really envious of the habit trail. I think probably if I'm being honest, I had I one wanted, with my hamster when I was 4. No, I think I wanted a habit trail. Is what I'm saying. Oh, for yourself. Yeah. I could have a wheel. I, you know, it's a little bit, you know, obvious. Mm -hmm. I, I On the nose. use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, oh, oh, you got a wheel in there? Yeah, I got a wheel, but I also got these tubes that go all over the room. I'm going to send Don't you... Don't focus on the wheel. I just sent you a link. Don't play this now. But if all you right. remember when you're done with the show, mm -hmm. um, play this. This is... Um, I'll put this... Hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll put this in the show notes. Why not? Mm -hmm. Why not put this... I'm going to do it. Um, this is a video of Snoop Dogg who is narrating a um, a nature video, like a planet Earth. It looks like this is from the Jimmy Kimmel Live program. Yes, and it's like okay. a segment on that show that he did. I don't know when he did this, a few, maybe four or five years ago. Okay. And it, instead of calling planet Earth, it's called Plazanet Earth. That's funny. So uh, this one is about a lizard. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So definitely watch this. You'll enjoy I it. I will cue it. You'll enjoy it. Okay, I will. Um, but as back, back to the first principles, Clarice. What I'm trying to say is like, I, I'm not saying anybody has to agree with me, but for my state of mind, like I like having a little friend around the house, but not to be dramatic about it, but I, as much as I would love to visit with a Sharpay or a bulldog, or whatever. Like, I don't want to maintain a Sharpay or a bulldog. I mean, my, my pointer's hip dysplasia alone, because pointers get hip dysplasia. And so many dogs are really, really inbred, like when they get hot, you know? And, like, I know you it's locally sourced, and you know the parents and stuff, but, like, I don't know. I, what I like about the lizard, and which was acquired when our uh, precious angel, the cat, was still with us, was that, like, it's real... He's just real mellow. He's easy to take care of. He's a presence in the house. I mean, he's somewhere between somewhere between a goldfish and a sister. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I well, I'd love to hear updates on how it goes. And I'll yeah, watch, I mean, I might, uh, I might do it. I might do it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's it's tentative. Well, have you taken them to visit with uh, with with them? I was going to do that this weekend, actually. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I, I feel like, uh, I know we're not supposed to like Louis C.K., but like, you know, Louis C.K. had a funny bit. And I like who you want to like, Merlin. 
Yeah. Had a funny bit in his stand-up, and, which I loved, and his TV show, which I loved, um, where he was talking about, like, sometimes you have to tell a kid no just because they need to hear no. <laughs> and I don't, I, 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 I know what he means and why that's funny, but the truth is there is something like that, which is for certain kinds of things, you need to be a drag about it. It's, it's one thing to say, like, you get to pick toppings for pizza, and another thing to say, you get to make a decision, like, a parrot? Really? Have you ever lived with a bird? It's I, I walk by a house every day near where I live. Don't be creepy. And friend, some n- nice neighbors, friend, you know, not friends, acquaintances, and they have a bird. I lose my goddamn mind. Every time I walk by, it's this. Ah! Ah! Like, I would not love that. My grandfather loved that. His, his name was Pretty Boy, and he loved him. But I don't want a bird. And you know, one of the reasons I don't want a bird, it's probably going to live longer than I, uh, than I live. That's a big commitment. Whereas with a goldfish, like my beloved goldfish, Goober, um, well, beloved, I, I don't know. He lived probably, what, six weeks, maybe? I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I think being a drag about this stuff is one of the few ways that I will say I th- might be a little bit old-fashioned, where, like, a kid needs resistance on this to understand that this is not, this is not a, you know, a new pack of markers. This is mm-hmm. a, an obligation. It's a contract. Hmm. Hmm. Been watching a lot of Kubrick. What are you even watching recently? Blank it's Czech Halloween time doing, almost. Yeah, Blank Check is doing the films of Kubrick, and they did last week was two thousand one. As you're this watching week, this, did you ever have a single moment's thought about my mm-hmm. responsibilities? About your responsibilities about what? What are you talking about? Well, like, have you ever thought, like, for a single solitary moment about my write, responsibilities to my novel? What, what's what's the what's the concern? You're writing a novel. What's Has it ever occurred to you that I've agreed? Mm-hmm. To look after the Overlook Hotel until May the 1st. I mean, that's when we're supposed to be here. Does yeah, it matter to you at all? You got all that nice Calumet baking powder? <laughs> I can no longer American sit back and allow <laughs> communist infiltration, <laughs> communist indoctrination, and the international communist conspiracy to sap and impurify all of our precious, precious bodily, fluids. bodily fluids. Go look at my Twitter. I just changed, I was just texting with Gruber about this. The... Uh, I've been doing some uh, some Kubrick references, but uh, I think it's my current Twitter header is uh, when the guy says, uh, <laughs> passing out sandwiches on the moon. You're like, you got any ham <laughs> in 2001? So good. Nice. Got any ham? Got oh any my ham? God, that's such a good movie. Such a good movie. Um, that's a good movie. A lot of Kubrick. It's hard to get the kid into Kubrick, as I said to Chairman Gruber, because my kid, like, well, I shouldn't talk about my kid, but my, my you know, kind of like is playing Splatoon 3. Yeah, Splatoon 3 is, we, we need to, TV? we need to get our kids uh, matched no. up on that. No. On the Splatoon. No. If anything, they must be separated. Why? Because I don't want to encourage anything. No, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll play it someday. I'm sure it's nice. Uh, but but uh, but it's hard to get a kid into a <laughs> masterpiece of visual storytelling I mean, you're not going to notice, like, like the cool Velcro shoes. You're not going to notice all the, you're not going to notice, like, uh, oh, like, uh, that's Stanley Kubrick's daughter he's talking to, you know, uh, about her birthday. Tell him, you know, tell mommy mm-hmm. I called. Like, you're not going to notice all that stuff if you're doing Splatoon 2, especially, like, so much of that movie. There's, like, hardly any dialogue at all. Anyways, Stanley Kubrick is great. Lizards are fun. Um, this seems like it's a, it's a pretty good Tuesday. I got a cup things but nothing huge I see almost everything I've got is really boring we could 
but like it's it's not boring to me. No. Um you know, I, I like to bring in my tech tech tips. This this is an outlet for me to, to I feel like uh, you can disagree, but it's an opportunity for me to go when I go, huh, which is different from Bandagon. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I go, huh, like I I I I I tried, figured out how to do a thing or I unintentionally learned how to do a thing. And right. I like to share that with people. Yeah, Sometimes under the aegis of cool thing I learned this week, which is a copyrighted feature of Back to Work. I have some things like that. Um Boy, did I lose you? I feel like I really lost you. No, I'm here. I'm like, I'm Are just, you sure? Yeah. You stopped eating. That's good. Well, I mean, I have to eat, and it, today was a busy morning, man. You can't eat. Really? What happened? Just busy. Yeah, there's... there's oh, quarter two Quarter two started today for us. Oh, so yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I got Spanish and uh, algebra now. Yeah. <sighs> Oof. Ugh. Mm, no es bueno. Ugh. Es un gato malodoro. It's eating some, some salmon. Salmon. Oh, well, that's that's good. Like a that, that that's a salad that, that, or something. that's a fish worth eating. That's uh, a good fish. It's a friendly fish. I like a dili- fish that a bear. If a, if a bear eats it, I'm gonna try it. Oh, Hakuna you know Matata, what I'm Circle of Life. I see what you're saying. If a bear eat, is willing to eat it, bears willing to eat it. I should be willing to try it. Did you know that uh, certain cultures? Mm-hmm. I don't want to call anyone out. Okay. No, no, no. We, we, we have a very strong stand on this program against call-out culture. But there are, there are certain cultures mm-hmm. where they will eat anything unless... Unless. As, as long... Hold on. As long as its back is to the sun, they will eat it. But if it's back... If, so like what? a human being, your back is not to the sun. Oh, this is a kind of an analog of anything with a face? But like a dog, uh-huh. a horse... A cow, a, a pig, eat a dog, their eat a pig. back is to- toward the so, sun. So you're telling me you'd eat a bear. You wouldn't just use its liver for boners. You're telling me that you would you would eat a bear. And when you eat a bear, you eat what the bear is eating, and you 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 get its powers. If that, that were right? true, I'm I would love to have the power of a bear or some major. Mm-hmm. That's what hmm. you call me, Merlin. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I'm an Ursa Colonel. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, powers. If you can have the powers like, of any like animal, what would like it that. be? Oh gosh, powers of an animal. See, I don't know because I feel like everything's a genie's curse. Like if I um, once you, know, you take it out of the bottle, man, it ain't going back in. It's like toothpaste, toothpaste and genies. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's true. Look what like, look like that a really Nandor. expensive. Nandor had all that work cream. done. <laughs> expensive cream. Yeah. Clotted cream. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I was worried that the genie would curse me or that I would be overlooking something. But, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, stuff that I would like. Sometimes it would be nice to reach a little higher on a shelf. Um, you don't need a bear's power to do that. You just but need like, a little like, But so the obvious answer there would be, say, I'd like to be a giraffe. But if I was in a giraffe, what I'd have trouble. What power does that have? Well, I could see on a high shelf. But I got ladders for that. That's not a power. That. That's not a it's power. power. That's an what attribute. Do consider, what do you consider? Oh, you mean, like, an FFmpeg. <laughs> Every animal has flags and attributes. No, what I'm yeah, what I'm saying is something more like this. I'm saying if the power the a giraffe does, its its neck length is not its power, that's its attribute. Like a bear, oh. like a bear could, you know, could You think power can also be something that makes it unusual from similar animals? Or what like is, a, what is okay, a power so like a, an a bird can fly, so its power is flight. That's true. But having okay. feathers is incidental. Having creepy eyes is an attribute. Like a, if you had the power of a chameleon, you'd be able to change color. 
Oh. You wouldn't necessarily. Like, I don't see color, but I. Are I, you colorblind still? No. No, well, I mean, only in 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 ways that will make me look uh, very laudable on the internet, <laughs> right? Only in oh, vir- virtue signaling circles. Sorry, I don't understand your question, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, power of like a, of an actual an extant uh, animal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of the really cool ones like die off. Flying would be really neat. And like the thing is, I say that because like the way that I fly in a dream when I fly, I, I don't want to trigger anybody, but it's okay. So you know the movie Salem's Lot. Yes. When the guy starts floating outside the window. Yes. That's closer to what flight looks like for me. Flight for me in a dream is I'm not like soaring into the so- sky like you know Call L. I'm more like just hovering above the ground. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, you know what my flying is? Are you ready? I can tell you exactly the posture. The flight, everything, Marceline. When oh, I fly yeah. in a dream, so like Marceline, more like floats with purpose. <laughs> Which no, that's is exactly what it's exactly what. Not does. the same thing as falling with style. That's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. But uh, but like that, um, I well, cue me. What's it sounds like you got one in the chamber. What what what, no, what is the power really. of the animal I you just, would like? You had me thinking about bears. I'm like they're pretty cool. I did that. Yeah, they are cool. Bears are cool. I like bears. You know, people people mess with bears. When you think of like, a bear, you automatically think of something gigantic. I think when people when you if you just walk up to someone, a lot of bears are going extinct. I know. But if you walked up to someone and just said the word like "think of a bear," what they're probably thinking of, I would guess, yeah, like is, General Ben is probably like a grizzly bear. Yeah, 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 grizzly bear, brown bear, brown Betty, like some kind of a big ass bear, like you'd see in Yosemite. I think it's exactly what people are thinking of. And oh, if you, and, and when it when it when it walks, it makes a galumphing sort of mm-hmm. motion, right? So Isn't I was researching galumphing? this recently, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. articles that actually answer this this question. There's there's a little chart Powers? that has uh, like a bear size comparison. A um, comparison? <laughs> God, um, yes. Um, but if you compare the size of different bears. There are a lot of bears that really aren't all that big. Like when you think of a bear, like right away, you're like, that's huge. Like it's towering over mm-hmm. you. And I have, I've, one of the charts that I found is the, the drawings are so bizarre. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to send this one to you because it disturbed the way the bears are standing is disturbing. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send okay. you this. Is this going to trouble me? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it's like the evolution <laughs> thing. Yes. Um, What's that lady doing that? I yeah, don't know. I don't know why she's standing that way. Oh, I don't like the way she's standing at no, all, Dan. This, it kind of clears the whole diagram for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to close that. But I mean, it gives you an idea uh, of, of the different sizes of the yeah. bears. So he, hold on. I'm going to send polar you this. Polar bears per- are big. Wow. Okay. But like. Because uh, polar bear looks twice the size of this, this um, uh, chesty ranger lady. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's when you think of a bear, you're like, these things are- Did you make this? Be honest. Did you make this? I wish I made that. Is it LaTeX? How did you make this? I wish I made that. I'm using the, you know. know. Yeah, internet. Internet. Oh, this is by Sean Bruner. Thank you, Sean Bruner. Big fan. Guide to bears. But like, if you want to know how big a bear is, there's a lot of bears, especially like a black bear. A black bear is tiny. Like you could could kick the crap out of a black bear. Easy. Especially if you surprise it. Easy. Their maximum size is only six feet tall. Oh, and they love to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had, we had a kid's book when my kid was a kid uh, that was really delightful. It was one of those, yeah, you know, 
fun books. And it involved a bunch of bears who corresponded with each other. And uh, I think a bunch of those like, like sun bears, right? Sun, like that mm-hmm. little one there. Yeah. Ugh, God, that's upsetting. It's like if a bear was golem. <laughs> um, but I think they're pretty endangered. I think a lot of bears are very endangered, Dan. So be I careful about kicking that, them and stuff. If yeah. you challenge them, you should do it. Maybe like a bear in the maiden type situation in Game of Thrones, maybe in a controlled environment, like the way or- orphans fight. No spoilers. You could do a situation where like you agree to wear like boxing gloves mm. or something. Mm-hmm. But right? there are or a lot they, of bears yeah, out there. That, there's a lot of bears. That don't, they don't care very much about you. No bear they, care. they only would attack you if they mistook you for food or if That's they felt the incredibly universe, threatened. Dan. But well, compared to learn from the bear. But if you think about something like a polar bear, I do. You are prey for a polar bear straight up. They see you, they want to eat you, you're their prey. But like a, even a grizzly huh. bear doesn't want to eat you. It just doesn't well, they don't want they're like it's like a it's like a it snake. Will eat you. They'd rather not be hassled, you know, at all. But a lot of the okay. time when you find someone they're attacked by a bear, they're not necessarily eaten by the bear. So this honey this honey bear. sun bear, which by no. the way is also my pole dancer name, honey sun bear. <laughs> Uh, title is, that has to be the title. <laughs> it has to be Honey Sun Bear. Honey Sun Bear is in centimeters. I wish it was Celsius. It's seventy centimeters tall at the shoulder, and this busty lady is two meters tall. Two meter tall pole. Okay, um, but what I'm getting at is that this could be like a kind of a bear that could be a pal. Like this, this you could put this bear in your Mini Cooper and nobody would blink an eye. A sun, a honey sun bear. Exactly. That's exactly it's a friendly right. size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Well, if you saw one of those like in your driveway, would you be freaked out? Here well, in Texas, these, I would be surprised. Well, a polar bear would probably be pretty freaky. You know, you're in a like a J.J. Abrams show or something. Yeah. Okay. Brown grizzly bear, American black bear. Yeah, yeah. Even here in California, which is uh, I think it's called the bear state. Like, we got a bear on our goddamn sigil. And I think there's a lot of bear situations going on here. Situation. I don't know. Like, even where you are, like, is it possible that a bear would would pop out in your neighborhood? Yeah, it's totally possible. Um, A lot of raccoons, fair amount of coyotes. Um, and according to the local fish wrapper, like the, the occasional, uh, like, you know, mountain cat and mm. my lady friend, my lady friend uh, who's an athlete has seen wild cats. Now, do you know about the black footed cat? Are you aware of this cat? That's just like a cat. It's got some black feet. So what? Yeah. Black feet. Yeah. Who cares? That, I learned about the black footed cat this week and I encourage you to go look it up on your internet because apparently... I don't know, man. You put this up against a mink or a wolverine, but they it is said by some it was so hot today. No, it is said <laughs> that it is said that that is one of the most vicious predators, as they say, pound for pound out there. Nice. But look at it, it's a precious angel. They're very endangered, but they will eat the shit out of something. Like they're real, they're real good. Have you ever watched any of the videos with the mink guy? You probably read about him in the New York Times. Have you I seen don't the mink guy? So. It's a guy who's got like a whole like uh, company. You know, a lot of people with companies you see on YouTube. There's the the Polish guy, the breakdancing Polish guy who mm. uh, who uh, cleans carpeting. That's an amazing guy, uh, channel. This guy, he is a um, he gets rid of vermin. Like you go, hey, uh, Robert Vermin, like come on out here and deal with my rats. And he's got minks. And if you've never seen a mink go happy-go-jappy all over a rat, you ain't living. Mm. It's a hell of a channel. 
if you like if you like animal um um the, the watching an animal just to destroy another animal there's also a really good episode of hoarders where where the guy had like a thousand rats in his house like that it was on very, purpose it started on purpose because they were actually like tame like rats like, so he got a couple rats i learned today on the internet that that a rat couple in mm-hmm. the city of New York, excluding rents and taxes, they can produce 19,000 a total uh, down the line. If you're doing like a mind map, 19,000 progeny a year. Where are they going to put them in? What school are they going to send all them to? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and they don't allow them in a lot of the neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Yeah, still. Can't go outside the wire. Still. Um, but I don't know, man. Uh, a bear. Yeah, even if I could. General Ben was popular when I was a kid. And then yeah. that Grizzly Adams came along. Grizzly Adams, who's also featured in the excellent uh, Roller Disco Chips episode that uh-huh, I recommend uh-huh, to people, uh-huh. along with Vic Tabak. Vic Tabak uh, from Alice was in that as well. Uh-huh. And Leaf, obviously Leaf Garrett. Um, I think that's probably just about it. Is there any, oh, man. What time is it? It's, 53 minutes, oh, 47 geez. seconds in. Well, I didn't do any, any functional compound. You want to do one? You want to do a quick bit? And then we'll call it a day and peace out? I don't out. know, man. I feel like I don't know why I prep. Um, my favorites are the ones where you, uh, well, I stop prepping because I spend hours every week preparing and then we talk about bears. I mean, I'm not complaining. Are you saying that you're disappointed in the bear conversation? No. <clears throat> well, I do have a little bit of follow-up. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. the first movie that we'll I, be watching for peak cruise, uh, yeah, which I your, estimate your will your be a, a 10 to 15 minute long per episode uh, show about Tom Cruise and his movies, the quest to find when Tom Cruise is peak Cruise. Yeah. The first movie, uh, 1981's Endless Love, where he plays Billy. Um, is that where the Diana Ross song comes from? Yeah. Yes. It must be. It has to be. Okay. Um, I don't remember that at Tom's all. Cruise first is that, feature is that film after Taps? Oh, it's before Taps. It's before Taps. It's based okay. on the 1979 Scott Spencer novel, same name. Oh, Spencer. I love a Spencer. And yeah. uh, I don't think that Tom is a major role in this. I think that Tom Cruise <sighs> plays Billy, and Billy is mm-hmm. a uh, a minor character. Mm-hmm. Um, if you... Hold on. Let me, t- let me check this. Tom Cruise... I'm not dead set against doing some kind of shenanigans, so but I don't want to watch that many Tom Cruise movies. He's well, we can. I don't, we it's, could, it's a, to quote the great Doctor Katz, it's not, Dad. It's not that I'm against bingo. I just don't want to see bingo on my calendar. Okay, so unquote. Let's just let's just go through these movies. I think there's some that we would have. Oh to my see. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We don't have okay. to do this on the show. Um, but I'm but saying we're let's doing just, it on the show now, aren't we, Dan? I'm what, saying what we don't need to go my, through. What about my my my? Okay, I'll I I'll tell you what. I'll save pick for the, the movies. show. I'll you limit them. how many we can uh, review. You can pick all the movies you want, my friend. <laughs> and you'll do them, okay? No, you'll do what you do. I cannot see that much Tom Cruise on my calendar. Just one but a day, one movie a day, one movie a day. Yeah. I could do that. I mean, I don't, you know, have a formal job. But I, I got a lot of projects right now, and you know, oof, you know, a 1981 Tom Cruise movie. Boy, seeing that blocked out on the calendar, that might that might cause me a little bit of physical pain, or at least a lot of okay. psychic pain. I but it's probably idea. you know what it is. It's well, it's because you know what it is. It's because of my um, what's it called uh, tachyons? What's the thing that Scientology has to remove from my body? What are those called? 
tachyons? Oh, no, you told me about these. These are the little these the little the, filament um, things. And engrams. No. What are they called? You gotta remove your valences. There's a name for this. And that's why you gotta hold the soup cans while they, they talk about, you know, how you're gay and stuff like hold that. On, I'm looking at uh, more morgelons. Morgelons. That's what Joni Mitchell had. Oh yeah? Well, you know, it's yeah. I mean it's a lot it's a lot like a, you know, a slip in Jimmy's Chuck situation. Morgelons. Um, Have I ever seen that one video of the lady doing the presentation on Morgelons? Could you one of the greatest YouTube videos I've ever seen? Could you do twelve Tom Cruise films? Absolutely. I'd probably need two days to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's uh, we could do. Is that how you say it, Morgellons? I like the way that I don't. I don't like saying Morgellon. Morgellon doesn't feel good to me. No, it is Morgellons. Yeah, it is Morgellons. Like dress, Morgellons. Well, yeah. So fake concept, real pronunciation. Feeling good about that. Morgellons, the informal name of a self-diagnosed, scientifically unsubstantiated skin condition in which individuals have sores that they believe contain fibrous material. So those fibers that are in Not there. well understood, but the general medical consensus, it's a form of delusional <laughs> I think it's extremely well understood. Do you want me to explain it? Yeah. I'd be happy to. Now that, that I would do as a series. All right, let's do it. We'll, we'll do that, and then we'll do Chuck's electrical thing. Hey, you're the one that used to have Himalayan candles in your house. I know I'm just, all about I'm Chuck's just, electrical thing. You, you worry about that? Do you worry about that? I don't that? worry about it, but I know all about it. You know, he it. hit a battery. The guy hit a battery in his pocket. And he didn't even know it. They didn't even know it. That's how you know that. it's not true. Because they, they had it there the whole time. Allow. How did he get into the copy store? The I mean, whole it's, time. It's, ugh. Ugh. Um, okay, so sorry. Tom Cruise movies we're going to watch. Um, keep going. I'll, I'll find this other thing. that I'll I'm just saying, I think that... Oh. I think we you know oh. we pick a handful of these movies. Mm-hmm. How would we determine peak if we didn't do them all? I think you're going to know that certain ones are not in the running. Can I just look at the movie poster and tell you? Like, I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut. I don't think that would be as entertaining. Never seen Eyes Wide As just you looking at a poster. Okay. What if it's like a Drew Drew Zan or what if it's like a a Hildebrand or something, like like a classic? Like far and away, we don't need to do that one. But A Few Good Men and The the Firm, we need to do those. That's the one where he meets Nikki, right? Yes. Oh, my kid put on the Green Lantern movie the other night. Oh, no. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, is that, no. Is that Blake Lively? And then I went, oh, I'll bet this is when Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds met. No, it's when told, they met. That's totally when they met, was on Green Lantern. Yeah. He's Hal. He's Hal 9000. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking this up. Blake Lively met... met. Did you ever see that uh, A Simple Favor movie by, by the great Paul Feig? It's mm-hmm. a really good movie. That's yeah, a good, it says, that's, okay, it says this, the couple met while filming the movie in 2010, Lively. but didn't begin go. dating until 2011. He still has a baby fat a little bit. Who? Oh, in that movie, he does? How well, old was that, he in that movie? I don't know, but he didn't, it was before he was ripped, you know, before he was super ripped. Mm-hmm. Um, so far and away, there's a lot, like I, I gotta have it. I think I've seen Magnolia all the way through, but if I have, it hasn't been in 10 years. It's a long movie. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Magnolia, he's good in that, right? Is that reason good in that, speaker? but he's, he's a minor character. I added the firm to, oh, because you, you demanded it, I added the firm to my queue. Yeah, it's a great movie. I don't know if I'll watch it, but it's in the queue, which I feel like is more than enough. Oh, wait, I was, there's another thing to Should follow up on. Should we only do oh, movies yeah. where he's the lead, the leading man? 
because he was not leading man in Magnolia, and I don't think he's Pete Cruz in Magnolia. I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess. don't think he can be Pete Cruz unless no. he is the leading man in the movie. I know, but I mean, like, you take somebody like a John Cusack, like, you know, I mean, I, I know, I know we don't like Pretty in Pink anymore, but he's so good in that. We don't like supporting that role. We don't like that. What ha- what makes us not like it? I haven't seen it. Automobile? Uh, Dong. Which grandpa's automobile? That's not, that's, um. That's yeah. uh, Getty, Getty Watanabe, who's also in a very good episode of Seinfeld, where Kramer gets the Carl Farbman uh, chest of drawers, and he stores the Japanese businessmen in it. Mickey Rourke, you know, <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. A lot of good stuff out there. I'm going to see if I can find this more, more, more this video, history, YouTube. Um, well, maybe we'll end with, wait, wait, why did that not open? Is this my history? Where's my history? H-I-S-T, I'm clicking. <gasps> why is that not working, Launchbar? Okay, I'll go to history here like a freaking animal. Okay, um, I'm going to my history, which sometimes is a little spotty in terms of search, but I'm glad it exists. M-O-R-G-E-L-O. Oh, and, and please be here. Please be. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I must have sent this to you before, but it's so good. Oh, yeah. I know you sent it to me because I think I know the one you're talking about. It's a presentation. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? This is, um, I watched it on May 7th, 2020. Don't be creepy. And there's a link. And let me read what it says here. This is Chemtrails. Uh, slash S-A, as in letter S, letter A, S-A, which I think was the group that Ernst Rome led. Um, S-A, geoengineering, comma, Morgellons, period. The dark agenda of synthetic biology, period, no space, full PowerPoint. Um, as the natural world, uh, this is from, uh, this is uh, from this, but as the natural world uh, dies around us, what will take its place? Well, I already have a lot of problems with that sentence. Uh, planetary engineering includes bioremediation measures to bring us genetically engineered trees and crops. What are the humans themselves? Deedly, deedly, dee. Get into the chemtrails, right? Aerosol spraying. Is it about experimenting with the weather? Uh, what do the self-replicating fibers found in Morgellons patients signify? Why does Joni Mitchell have, have a little uh, a fiber coming out? Right? Exactly. You should watch this. It's only an hour and eight minutes. Oh, oh, good. Okay. But it stars Tom Cruise, so I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay. But I think Pete uh, Cruz, I think uh, um, it's going to work, you know? Why am I here? What is... 10, to, I, 10, 15 minutes tops I, per week. What do I prepare? What do I... And you do but one like 10 minutes of content for two hours of my time? That's not a great payoff, Dan. I wouldn't take those odds in Reno. Pete Cruz. Peak Prior cruise. restraint. <laughs> Just enjoy my coffee. Um, see, no, I don't want to do any of this now. Okay, but uh, you've 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 Peak guided cruise. me. I I had such good stuff here. I was going to talk theme about theme song too. You could use a theme from the movie. Just Coming everybody in. go go look at the notes. You can see the stuff I added to notes. We could we get like a fun. About. Maybe he'd listen. Do you think he'd listen? I think, I think he, he would. He'd have people listen. No, I think he'd listen. He'd what's do it called? Be- what's it called? What's it called? It's not... Uh, what's it called? Cruz is what's no, called. No, the things that they got to get out of you with the soup cans. What's it called? You're um, not tachyons. That's what, doc- that's what causes Bo- Dr. Manhattan. Boson. B- b- like, like on a boat? B-O-S-O-N. It's the God particle. Bo- Bo- oh, the Bose Hicks. Uh, Braxton Hicks. Braxton. Contractions. <laughs> the Braxton Hicks particle. The Braxton Hicks conjecture. <laughs> yeah. It's about an asteroid belt. Oh, no. 
I was going to talk about trying to fill in the gaps on things that are not documented well by Apple for consumers. I was going to have some really good stuff about tricking out your spotlight terms and, and making smart folders. When's the last time you made a smart folder? Not recently. Not, not bloody recently. I was going to give you that. Cocktail for Ventura is out. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm reduced to. I'm reading, it's, a, it's asterisk space time, asterisk space time. All the time's just gone. Tears and rain. Mm. All right. Mm. Uh, it's all in notes. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'll just prepare notes, and then you can talk to me about Tom Cruise for, for Tuesday mornings. Tuesdays with... with, uh, with Tuesdays oh. with Tom. Mm-hmm. The, the seven Tom Cruises you meet in heaven. Trick question. <laughs> He's actually on a, a DC-11 flying around with soup cans. Yeah. Can I, I just think, it's a, I think it's a show that makes itself. We just need to There's absolutely, just, just this is a fun bit, there's absolutely no way I would even consider that. The Pete Cruz, you wouldn't consider it? No, I'd watch a YouTube video if it's short. I, I don't mean short, sorry, it was insulting. If it was diminutive. <laughs> He's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be a great, great show to do. Well, Good if you ever runner. change your mind, come on by and we'll do it. I will absolutely let you know next week on Back to Work. <laughs> oh, it's no, we're, and we're no. out. <laughs> I can't break from traditional buttons up, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. Oh.